was doing some vocal uh, exercises before we started, to be totally honest. They were pretty ridiculous. So, <laughs> uh, seems like a good starting point. Matt, quick, no thought in it. What grade do you give the Bucks on the draft? Don't Ian Beckles it either. Give me an actual grade. <laughs> uh, B, B plus. Okay, that's the first thing that came to mind. Okay, why, why a B, B plus? Why not an A? Why not an A? Um, you, I guess the argument is you gave up. You gave up a fourth rounder, and the only thing I'll say, I like what they did, but what what's the rule that most GMs and smart people in the NFL tell you when you draft? Not to draft for need, right? Yeah. Doesn't it sure seem like we drafted for need? And I'm not, look, I'm not, not, we wanted to come away with the top four tackles. We did it. We came away with the running back. Like, I I like it, but I will say to not not bring it in A, I'll, I'll go with B+. Plus. Okay. Um, so. Just giving away the fourth, and then, man, it just felt, it felt like they went with more need. And I will say this, kind of going, Doing this for a couple of years now, and I think we've seen Light shift his strategy yep, the past couple of years. I think we both kind of talked about that, whether it be going away from Lovey and Cutter, doing it himself, or or kind of going with Arians and Bowles in it. It seems like they're drafting a little different the past two years, which I like, and it looks a lot better. Agreed. But their board, number one, it doesn't matter what we think, you know, if it doesn't. Turns out awesome, awesome. But Sean Murphy Bunting, we hated that pick, and I ate yeah, my words on that we one. We didn't, we didn't know. And Vita, to be honest with you. But the way they set up their board, I will tell you this, is not the way that any of us think. Because uh-uh. you had you had Dobbins sitting there for the takings, and look, I'm I'm as big a weight on a running back guy as there is. But man, I thought that Dobbins was going to be coming across that screen as a Tampa Bay Buck. And the crazy thing is, I don't want to get too far down the road here because who knows if we're actually going to have a season or not, but I'm just going to tell you, if if we got to pick something, we're going to see that dude uh, in the Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying, him going to the Ravens. And uh, that's going to be a crazy thing, watching Super Bowl night. We might see what, what Dobbins has in store. I'll so. say this, man. I, I agree with you. I, I think... I thought we were about a B, B plus. I was kind of in the same range. And my thought was, I, I feel like I, man, I, I think we could have waited. You know, Tristan Wirfs is tough for me. I think he's super talented. Obviously, I think anyone who watches college football or any of those tapes, like he Here's had a great college question. career. But I Here's think he's a fucking question. guard. And I keep hearing people talk about this. And we knew this before. So it's like, I'm, well, here's the big one. Okay, he's obviously one of the top four tackles. That's that's pretty much everybody. No doubt. No doubt. The whole time. In your opinion, he was where was he? Where was he on our list? On the Bucks, and Jason Light, his board. Where do you think he actually was? Fourth. Because we know we tried to, to trade up with the Jags. But I think they and, were going to get Becton. See, I think they were getting Wills. But regardless, I think. Okay, I think worse was the last rated. It, it, of the four, in my opinion, I think it was. Uh, I'm blanking. Oh, but. okay. See, I, I think he was second or third. Mm. No, um, I think dude from Georgia was one. Andrew Thomas. I think two was was Wills. Three was Becton, and four was was Worfs. But I think 
that was so interchangeable. And I think a lot of people probably said four-year starter and played at Iowa. I get it, lineage-wise. Like, dude's probably oh, going to be. Oh, there's a lot of guys that had him first. I, for I sure. Think it was, I think we had Becton last, personally, on our board. Um, just just the way it – I think we were going up to get Wills. Uh, I think we, we would have took to Becton to if he honest, was there, though. What's that? You think we would have took Becton if he was there? I, I think our board went Wills – Worse, Thomas Becton. I think I think that's how we had him rated. I mean, you know, just taking a stab in the, stab in the dark. But uh, man, we were trying to move up to that spot, which I think is Wills. You could think it's Becton, whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah. we were trying to give up a third and a fourth, also. So man, that was we pretty were, crazy. We to, yeah, we were trying to unload. So obviously, they came in the draft saying we wanted a top four tackle. All those four guys, I think we were okay with any of them. Yep. Obviously, they want their top guy. I don't think they got it. I don't think anyone thinks they got the top guy. But pretty good consolation prize and everything you hear. I I saw that Peter King, I think he saw his notes from light on the player, and it was like freak athlete, um, great kid, hard worker. So, look, a wrestler, I think immediately him – you know, the cool thing, I think you put Kappa, get another year. I think he's going to be solid at guard. I really do. So you go Kappa, Wurfs, and then throw Gronkowski on the end over there. <laughs> I think our run game gets better instantly with well, him. So we'll I see think if the 12 personnel, too, is going to be fucking wild. If we keep O.J. Howard, O.J. Howard, Gronk, and probably Cameron Brait, which is basically a three tight end package. Because typically, if you see that, you think, oh, for sure, we're running the ball. But... I don't think if you see that with us, you you can't assume that's a run. But all of those dudes oh. can block well enough. Brate's probably the the worst blocker of the bunch. But yeah. Gronk and OJ, they can block, and they're solid. I mean, Gronk is a dominant blocker. And so that shit could be real scary depending on how you do it. And honestly, I'm probably running the ball to the right side. I, I'll tell you what. Ha, has there any thought in your mind about putting Ali Marfet back back at center? No, I mean, what are you going to cut, Jensen? I wouldn't, but I'm I'm just curious after next year if if there's any thought about. Uh, no, we... I just don't. I don't think he played well enough at center. He's just he's played the the two. I you know two out of whatever years I think where he's played at close to a Pro Bowl level. It's been a guard. So I just I mean I don't screw with it. And I think you can go you can go draft a center in a second third round that could be a ten year starter. In most drafts, you know, agreed. So that that, that may be something that uh, we we look to unload here soon. But yeah, as far as the draft look, I, I will say the good thing. I'm not, I don't want, I don't want it to sound like I'm crapping on the draft. I I kind of like what we ended up doing. It looks like kind of one of those blue collar kind of drafts. And I will say at the end of the day, I didn't think Worfs would be there when we were picking. Agreed. And I didn't think in the second round Antoine Winfield would be there. So in saying that, that it's almost, a give and take. Yep. Yeah, it's like we're, you kind of think we're getting good value at both of those picks and then go ahead with Tyler Johnson in the fifth round. I love uh, that pick. I'm going to say that one for a while. I yeah. think that dude, man, we might look up and say, damn, we got Chris Goblin 2.0. I'm serious. Like, if you watch that dude, like, he could be the truth out there. Yeah, I, th- I think he if he comes in and does what I think he could do, I think he can be a number two in the league. I don't know if he ever gets to a number one. But uh, a number two or a really good number three, and, and gosh, that just makes it so much deeper. And then 
a guy we kind of talked about, the Davis kid out of uh, Nebraska. Love that pick. And, I mean, just for a sixth rounder, you know, we talked about that. I would have liked us to go a little more on some defensive um, defensive line depth earlier, but when you get a 300-pounder that ran a 4.8-something in the combine, Nobody's uh, you're just talking about a freak in general. So hopefully he can come in there and, and give us just – I mean, he's a depth beat. He's not going to start, but – yeah, I like what we did. Winfield's, you know, it's those those second round where we're always kind of looking at these second round picks, and it's going to be another one where we're going to have to we're going to all keep an eye out on Winfield and see what he does this year because those are always the picks that are really throwing us for loops in the second round on on how light has the board stacked up. So yeah, I guess I want to follow all that all that up and and, and do you think Keyshawn Vaughn is uh, let me think how to word this do you think it was worth waiting to get a running back Antoine Winfield will end up being a better pro than J.K. Dobbins yeah that's tough and to be honest I even like Cam Akers but when you hear I would have even tried to trade down but you don't know I I hate saying I would have traded down because we don't don't know what they're offered or what they can do but I would have loved to trade down in that second and get an Akers and then um get an extra pick but it's interesting i think i even heard that someone in that room said that vaughn was like the third or fourth running back on our board which is pretty wild um i'll I'll tell you if you watch the tape of him it's interesting because his 2018 2019 tape he looks solid like i can see why people would say second round you know possibly back half of the first that tape and then last year the combo he kind of took a step back and, and living well, this, in Nashville, yes. knowing the truth, to be fair to him, that offense was not good. They had a terrible quarterback. The line wasn't solid. So you can't put that all so on him. They, they, from Yeah, what everyone said, they lost a ton of people. The offense was horrible. Um, I mean, like <laughs> like I tweeted out the yeah, day, I mean, I'm pretty sure we didn't see any Vanderbilt uh, offensive linemen go in the draft. So it's, any uh, linemen, we, any tight ends, any wide receivers, any yeah. line. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so it, to to that point, I I I expect him to be good, but it's tough, man. When you see a J.K. Dobbins go to the Ravens, doesn't that make you think like, damn, like the rich getting richer? Yeah. Like, what are you know? They it's, obviously know. Something. And they got said like, "Hey, we didn't expect to go running back. He was just too good to pass up." So that that's what I'm See, saying. That, that just tells you that the way we stack our board, they either don't value the running back position or, you know, Dobbins in general. Because, but like I said, you know, there's guys that had a lot of people had Winfield number one on their board for safeties. Uh, we didn't think he'd be there when we were picking in the second. So good for us. And you know they're. I've seen some some sneaky people say, like, "Hey, you guys did good by by getting that Vaughn kid." And um, even Light said he got text from a few GMs saying that. So, uh-huh. hey, uh-huh. well, yeah, we're gonna see how it works out. I still, I mean, look, there's the freaking Thompson when um, I think he went to the Jags. Yeah, Chris Thompson from the Redskins. I was kind of hoping he he was one. I was looking, but there's still a Devonte Freeman, Lashawn McCoy, Carlos Hyde. I'd love for us to bring those guys into camp and just see and mix it up and and let the best. And then, I mean, the overblown statement of the century when your boy uh, Arian says, man, I, I even forget his name. What's our seventh round? Campbell? Is it Clay's? Campbell? Uh, uh, Raymond uh, well, Joystick. 
Raymond uh, Raymond yeah, Cal- he Calais. He's small uh, small David Johnson, but I tell you what, that dude <laughs> that dude can scoot. So maybe he takes kind of maybe him and TJ uh, Logan kind of go after the return stuff and a and a fourth. I'd love back. to see us get a dynamic. Just just one of those Tyreek Cohen, and I don't know if this dude's that, but just could play some running back. You know, you could split him out wide, catch a ball or two on a screen. You could you see him in yeah. punt return kick, which just do some fun shit. We haven't had a guy like that, and this dude just body type and kind of watching tape. Like he he looks like he could be that. He's smaller frame, quick as hell. Looks like he can do a lot of things for you. And so you know those guys are good to have on a team because you just never know when you need gadget plays and just all kinds of stuff. And who knows? Maybe he's a better player than we realize. And you know he's not yeah. a household name, but this draft to me felt solid. Like the value, like we said, Khalil Davis in the six. No one's mad at that. Like you don't see athleticism like that often, and so to get that that far back, I'm I'm cool with Winfield. You know, I could go either way on that. Obviously, we all know he's talented, and you hear all the people rave about him as a teammate and leader, and that's great. I still and you see that's what we're kind of talking about. We need I mean, that. We talked about it off air. Is that's kind of the way we're starting to go now. Um, you yeah. get so you get so many of these hard grades and OJ Howards. Now we're wanting to bring in the Devin Whites and the Antoine Winfields and the Captains and the Tyler Johnson. I get it, dude. Johnson. I mean, you know what I mean? Hey, hey I'm gonna, let's play an association game. You ready? This is something I was thinking about. I didn't want to tell you I was doing this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three draft classes, right? I'm going to name, and you tell me what round. One of them is going to give it away, so immediately you'll know. Roberto Aguayo, Justin Evans, MJ Stewart, Ronald Jones, Carlton Davis. What round were these picked in? Two. Does that give you confidence about our second round picks moving forward? Oh no! <laughs> I tell you, man, it, it's sometimes it's tough when I, you know, you kind of forget about it because each year, all of us, whether any of us admit it or not, we're all optimists, hoping our team gets their shit together and we start winning every yeah. year. Like, oh, this is the year. This draft is the one. And it's like you look back at our last three, like, man, there were there were some rough. There was just some rough oh, yeah. picks, but yeah, since paid, Arians I mean, got there, year, and that's what I was going to say, well, last year, who was our, our second round? I forget. Bunting. So you say Bunting, Winfield, does that make you feel a little bit better? I mean, yeah, we'll see with Winfield. Like you said, Cat did, dad played. I mean, everyone raves about his dad being a safety. So, I mean, the kid's been doing it since he was little. You, you hear him say, I've, I've been doing drop steps since I was five years old and back pedals. That's and crazy. Watch, I still think that's tape. crazy. You know what I mean? So, uh, look, the kid, he, he knows what he's doing. The moment's not going to be too big for him. No. The only thing, like I said on Twitter, I think the only thing you can say is he's 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, you know, I don't think he's 5'10", five, 5'9". Five, so you said this to me, though. You said this, and I'm going to use your own words against you. Rondé Barber made a hell of a career at that size. Yep. Little yep. different time, little different time. I get that, but Tyron Matthew, and, and that's what all you want to say. And you think that he's going to be able to play the slide and kind of a ball hawk that we don't have. So, hey, I you Bowles know the draft and safety time, has been pretty solid. So that that's another thing that kind of puts my mind at ease. Bowls, you know, Bowls being a part of those kind of things right now, and and, and being a part of this draft really gives me some confidence, particularly at safety. Yeah, the only, I mean, you know, the point I'm trying to make is the only thing you really think about is, is 
hopefully his height doesn't come in too many like jump ball situations where he can't get his you know body around a big receiver against Julio, Michael Thomas, and that stuff. I don't think you're gonna exactly have a one on one with any of those guys, but no. you know just those deep plays. You you hope he can just make the play on play on the ball, and um, I, I I think he will be able to. I see some ball hawk in him. You know, nice picks in his career. He did have a little injury history his first two, so. Hopefully he's over that, and um, hey, he, he's another dude. Like I say, he's gonna bring a little swag. He, you can see he he's talking a little bit on the field. He, like I said, a I captain love that. as well. So gotta love that. Though. I like you know, him and Devin White in the past few years. I hopefully those are two guys to build around, and then Vita at the front. Yeah, I think I think overall I feel good about the draft, and and obviously that's like the the biggest thing we got going right now, and. I don't know if we've we've spent a ton of time about it, but dude, Gronkowski on the Bucks is like. At first, I was kind of like, man, this dude's coming out of retirement and like all the things. And uh, my buddy told me it was okay to talk about this, so I'm going to do so. Uh, and I mentioned this last time, but I know a little bit more, and I won't give too much. But um, Gronk had only lost eight pounds to start with, so when he retired, it it was obviously wear and tear on the body but he still had the desire to play the whole time there was conversation last year about him coming back for a playoff push but they didn't want to honor the contract and and i don't want to speak too much on this but it just didn't work out we'll say that i i think it didn't make sense and he had lost his joy up there and so him coming to the bucks is interesting to me because i don't think this was ever a place he was going to go and he said as much as himself so it's interesting to see the effect Brady's already having. It's neat to see how I think Arians is already going to adapt our offense, and so is Byron Leftwich. Um, and for that, I guess we, we didn't spend a ton of time on it, but I, I think the more and more I've kind of set with this, us having Gronk, I don't think he's going to play crazy numbers like he used to, but, dude, him in the red zone, I think it's still going to be dominant. And I... I I think that effect of him and Brady, man, I I really, I don't want to get too crazy, but uh, I could see the end of the year being a thing for us. Yeah. You know, the, the thing, the big argument I'm hearing is people saying, oh, we're going to have all these picks that he can't throw down the field. Well, it, it's not going to be the same offense. Like, Arians even comes out and said, like, Look, Brady's going to come in and tell him the place he likes, and then they're going to mix it up and tell him what he likes and what these guys can do. The ball's going to get out of his hand a lot quicker. You promise that? But uh, let's—I mean, let's put it at the end of the day. If we're going, and you know, one thing we hopefully we can get these guys working together. Hey, if you guys are out there and you see these guys working out, just be quiet. Don't take pictures. Don't put it on the internet. Let these dudes work out. Don't get these guys in trouble. Yeah, that like goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Turn the other cheek. Let these guys work out. Damn. But um, <laughs> quit calling shit you know, on Brady, man. We don't need him getting in no trouble. Right. None. That's what I'm saying. But uh, you know, re-signing Josh Wells, I think today or yesterday, and we That's got Hag, you know, a couple nice backup tackles that I think we haven't had in a while as far as depth. But I mean, let's say it after the draft. If we're going to training camp here soon, is this a Super Bowl team to you? Uh, let me break that in two parts. Offensively, it'd be I'd be hard pressed to say no. I mean, 
I still have question marks, honestly, at running back. Uh, that hasn't changed a ton for me, but yeah. overall, I, I would say on offense for sure. Defensively, we took some real big strides. Ended that last year, and anybody who watched the Bucks knows exactly what we're talking about. They just, they were different, man. They were the way we went at the ball. We played with some swag. Devin White got healthy. Rookie stepped up. I would say if I'm just looking at paper, yes, there's no doubt it's a Super Bowl team. The, the biggest question I have is we have an entire team full of guys who have never been there, and yep. we have <laughs> basically two that have been there a ton. So we're really banking on the experience of two men that are Hall of Famers, for sure, no doubt, affecting a team in a way that I don't know that we've seen the NFL do it. It's kind of like, you know, the NBA with free agency. You know, you bring in a Kevin Durant, you bring in a LeBron. You're expecting those guys to change your franchise that season. And that's what we're doing with Brady and Gronk. And so it's interesting. I'm very curious how it'll work out. if I had to put my money on it, though, I don't know that we win the Super Bowl next year. But I also just because yeah. just because the reasonable part of me says, like, man, no team has ever done anything like that. But at the same time, I don't know, man, we we just talent wise. I don't know if I've ever remember. I mean, we, you know, our yeah, Super Bowl team. You was, know, going, yeah, going across the board talent wise. I don't know. I that think we've, the only position we can say right now that. Maybe not a Super Bowl talent group would be the running back room. Corners, y- y- there's question marks there too, but it's I'm less talent wise. Yeah. Talent wise, pretty damn talented for sure. Experience wise, that's a different story for sure. Uh, and then just kind of going, and yeah, you just think the biggest thing, and I'll and I'll say this just in general as an organization, I think you should be excited as a Bucks fan because finally, and I don't think this was happening under Lovey Smith or door cutter, uh, dirt cutter, um, that we're finally developing people. And I think you see this culture switch and it started to do it at the end of last year, but now even Brady, I mean, these, these you remember on hard docs, I, this stuck out to me the other day. Cause I'm, you know, I'm starting to think when Brady comes in here and remember on hard docs, like after practice, dirt cutters, like we have Deshaun Jackson sitting there, Mike Evans got and he's like, Y'all practice like shit today. You know what I mean? And none of and these guys are just kind of looking around like, okay, like, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Well, that shit, that shit's not going to go through a whole practice like that when now you got Arians and Bowles and, and Brady and, and Gronk and these guys in a, in a JPP healthy again and, and yeah. Dominican too. Like, so you're starting to get a culture where this is how we practice. This is what it takes. And so at least, at least we're developing stuff now, which, and you know, we started looking at those Cutter and Lovey Smith days like, damn, we're talented, but we're still getting our ass kicked. Why? Yeah. And I, I think we're starting to go away from that. So I think that's the, that's the good thing. It definitely feels like we've taken some really big steps forward uh, under Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, all of us thought that was going to happen, but it, it is really cool to watch it. It took time. It, it took, took time. time. And, and I think it took a little bit longer, frankly, than he thought, obviously. And. Yeah, it, it it feels like he weeded out some of the guys or and he's working on getting some of the guys out that just don't make sense. And obviously, you know, we'll see what the whole OJ Howard thing is really about. I, I do think that whole situation is really interesting. Just body language by him end of last year and just all the shit you hear. So it just feels wrong. You know what I mean? He feels off something. And, and I do think it's interesting. You better come with a whole different attitude, a whole different swag, a whole different playing level 
or or I think yeah, we could see a move early and whatever kind of damn training camp we Dude, get. But but at the same time, I'd love to see OJ say, you know what, fuck, man, I get one season with Gronkowski, who's a Hall of Famer, like. I'm trying to beat that dude, take his spot, show that I'm the dude, and learn from him all in one in a healthy yeah. competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a teammate, Gronk gets it. Those dudes are coming for his job. But at the same time, like, if if you're playing as a team, you're all trying to win the chip. So I, I can't imagine Gronk's not going to help somebody. He's in the you know the latter parts of his career. It's not like he's oh, that. Oh, even come out and said he, he wants to. And he's the kind of bridge you're talking about. That's you what I'm know, saying. Tom Brady, Tom Brady might chew your ass, and then they're – Everyone's kind of saying Gronk's going to be that dude to come over and be like, hey, man, you know, this is why he chewed you out and don't take it to heart. So, I, you know, he, I think he's going to be huge in the locker room. And, yeah, he said, he's like, hey, he wants to work with these guys, Braden, Howard. And so, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be on Howard to grow up a little bit and uh, see what he can do. But And, honestly, Gronk's just going to have a whole – and, and Brady, too. And this is something we haven't talked about, and I don't know how many people have, but – I just feel like they're going to bring a whole different swag than we've ever seen from Tom Brady and Gronk because they were in New England, and that just isn't a thing. Bruce Arians, of all the coaches in the league, is probably one of the guys who's probably most relaxed with, I would guess, players just being themselves. And yeah. I, I imagine Brady and Gronk are going to really enjoy playing for and with him, and I think they're going to – we're just going to see a different side of those guys, and I think that energy – I'm hoping becomes infectious and, and really leads some, some good momentum in the locker room because Lord knows we could use some. Hopefully. Hey, we saw some of these guys getting uh, – we were one of the few teams doing the, quote, virtual training. So I checked on a couple of these guys on the social media, and looks like a lot of these guys are working out doing the, doing the team thing. So hopefully we get to see these guys soon. Like you said, the roster looks good. We'd both like to see – Maybe throw a, a another second a veteran secondary guy in there, Vet and a running veteran back. running back, yep. and then just bring everyone to camp and and see how it rolls out. But hey, well, I think roster wise we're looking as good as we have in a long damn time. But you got anything to say about your boy going over to the Saints? And uh, <laughs> you want to talk about him before we we head out? Uh, you know I, I won't. I know you are. You are... <laughs> I won't trash him. I'll just say this. Seeing him still in Tampa, he said he was going to stay in Tampa and live in Tampa, and he's been doing a lot of charity work, and he's been handing out meals. A you, lot of charity. Let's, you got to respect the hell out of that dude. Like, you really yep. do. And I mean that. I'm not just saying that. I feel like I respect the person he is trying to become. I think Jameis, obviously, we all know the shit he's done over his lifetime, and some of that shit, you know, depending on how you feel about it, you either can look past or you just can't, and that's that's fine. Everyone has an opinion. But I think the the measure of a man is about not when you not you know not when you get knocked down, but rather how you handle it. And I I think watching him do charity work is inspiring. And I feel like I definitely appreciate all the work that dude has put in. And I I think that's really great. But he's also a New Orleans Saint, so fuck him. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, to... I saw somebody put up a tweet that they're gonna buy a jersey. Like who or what? But you're a Bucks fan getting a Jameis jersey? Like, no, that ain't yeah, how it, no, 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 that, not how I, that works. I never get that. Like, like you said, I, I mean, he's he's helping kids out, eating during the, these tough times and all this stuff. For, I mean, that that shit's awesome. But look, as a pure football fan, is I mean, shit. If uh, Ali Marpet goes to the damn Seahawks uh, next year, <laughs> then screw him too. Like we we Absolutely. going out here, Bucks. I mean, that's. 
that's what you do. We were at the Bucks, but I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. Hopefully, it'd be great. It'd, it'd be, be cool crazy. if he makes it on the field, but I don't think he will. If he gets on the field at any point during when we play, I mean, that that would just be absolutely insane. And I'll say this, Jeff Ireland. I don't know if he's taking shots. He's like the assistant GM to North. He needs to shut the hell up if he's trying to take shots at like Arians or anyone. That dude got fired from the damn being the GM from the Dolphins, so he can get he can kick rocks. But uh, <laughs> was, was he one of the ones uh, doing cocaine in the office? I can't remember. Uh, he was probably giving the coach. I don't know what the hell he was. <laughs> he was built a shit football team, and then now he's talking shit about Jameis getting way better coaching. Or but, yeah, we'll see. Hey, anyway. We we on the Bucks. Hopefully we face them, and uh, we've moved on to Cincinnati. <laughs> we're on to Cincinnati. So <laughs> anyway, hopefully everyone's staying safe. Um, starting to open up some stuff back here in the Tampa Bay area. But uh, you gonna hit a bar this week or what, Matt? Do what? You gonna hit a bar or something? What are you doing? Man, if they, I don't the. You know, actual, like, I, th- I think they're doing, like, the little bar. I mean, I think Hooter, if Hooters is open, I'll, your boy's going to be there. Give me some shrimp and a beer, and uh, <laughs> y- your boy will be there at some point this week if Hooters back open. So, hey. I'm not mad at we'll you for that. that. Shit, I heard that. <laughs> hey, till next week. How about it? Fire the cat!